Hello there. Welcome to the Home with Havila podcast. We are back after a little holiday hiatus, and we have so much great stuff in store for you. We recently did our annual free Bible study, I Do Boundaries, and the response, you guys, it was overwhelming. So much so, we decided for the first time ever to keep it available for you. So go check that out. You don't have to have the book, but if you want to dive in deeper, we definitely suggest grabbing it at truthtotable.com or on Amazon. So without further ado, this week, Havila is going to get into why boundaries are not just a personality trait or being able to tell someone no, it's so much more than that. Listen in as she covers the timely questions people with boundary issues tend to ask. For this week, it's why am I so tired? Hi, I'm Havala Kennington, and I want to welcome you to this year's Bible study called I Do Boundaries. We're going to talk all about why boundaries aren't just a personality or maybe being able to tell somebody no, but boundaries are so much more than that. Boundaries really help us protect what's important to us. So if you've never been to a Bible study before, we do this every year, and I spend about 15 days with you for about 7, 10, 12 minutes a day at my kitchen table. So I want to welcome you here. If you've never done this, or if you're back again, grab your Bible, grab a good cup of coffee, tea, whatever you're drinking. And if you have a boundaries book, make sure you pull it out. Now, it's very important to know you do not need a book to do this study, but we recommend it because it really gives you the full experience. Most importantly, we want you just to come every single day and learn with us. Together, we're gonna find our power, what makes us powerful. And we're also gonna find out how to protect what matters most to us, because all of us have things that are important, but we don't always know how to protect them. And then lastly, we're gonna stop feeling bad about it. We're gonna know how to protect it and how to stop feeling bad about it and how to stay powerful in a world that demands so much from us. So let's jump in to I Do Boundaries day one when it comes to learning how to do boundaries. Now, I was thinking about this. If you have your Bible, pull it out to the book of Matthew chapter 11. And that's really in the New Testament. It's the first book in the New Testament. So pull it out to Matthew chapter 11. When I was a brand new mom, I had had my first son, Judah. I have four boys. And this is way back in the day, about almost 14 and a half years ago. And before I had children, I was on staff at a church and I was a worship pastor and I had been doing that for many years. And so one of our common practices was to come on a Sunday morning and to do rehearsal together. So we would get there early, we would practice together, and then we would lead anywhere from three to five services that weekend. So I had been doing that for many years, and then I had a baby in the middle of all of this, and it was one of my first practices I had been back. I brought my little son all bundled up in his car seat, and I started practice with the team of of sound techs and all the people that were there. And all of a sudden, Judah begins to cry. So I'm in the middle of singing, and I look over to a girlfriend of mine who I love and know her very well, and she asked if she could pick Judah up. I said, yes, you can pick him up. She picks him up, and I'm still singing and leading this practice. 
Well, all of a sudden I see her see that her dad has walked through the back door. And so she's talking to her dad and in my side vision, I'm watching all of this. And then I watch him grab Judah and hold him and she's standing there. And then he walks out the back door with my infant son, my two month old son, and I'm sitting on stage. Now I want you to know in my head, I drop the mic. I run through the back doors, I scoop my baby son in my arms, and I'm like, no one's gonna ever take my baby like that. But you guys, I didn't do that. In fact, as I'm sitting there leading, I have this sick feeling that someone's got my infant son, but I cannot leave my responsibility. This is one of the most embarrassing moments in my parenting life. Like when I think about it, I get this sick, deep feeling because I think I knew that I was supposed to be loyal to my infant and my son and motherhood, but I didn't know how to do something different than what everybody expected. And the truth was I was conflicted because I didn't know how to do the right thing when the right thing wasn't what everybody wanted. And this is where boundaries comes into play. You see, each of us are gonna be in situations as our lives grow and our responsibilities grow and the call of God in our lives grow, where we are gonna be faced with the dilemma of not everyone being happy with what we wanna protect in our lives. So I wanna teach you a little bit about that today. I didn't know how I could keep everybody happy when doing the right thing wasn't what everybody wanted. I'm on page 13 if you have your book. You see, I was at war with these internal narratives. And one of the internal narratives that I had was that people's opinion of me hung in the balance of my behavior. People's opinion of me hung in the balance of my behavior, which meant however I responded meant that I was powerful enough to get them to like me or to leave me depending on my response. I didn't know that that was a lie. None of that is true. And we're going to talk about that. And that might even be a new thought for you. You see, I felt that if everybody was happy with me, then I was doing something right. But if everybody was mad at me, then I was doing something wrong. And I learned that even as a little girl, as many of you guys learned that. I also learned, and one of the other internal narratives I had, was that if I hurt someone, I should be a good girl and make it right. It was my responsibility for how they felt about me. In fact, I was taught that if somebody was upset at me, that a soft answer turns away wrath and I was to run to them and make it right and even have the emotion of making it right. And if I did it well, then they would forgive and release me. Let me tell you, I left many situations betraying who I wanted to be, the truth that I knew because I wanted them to be happy with me. And I didn't realize that my behavior had nothing to do with how they were responding toward me. So I realized I couldn't please everybody. Now I know that sounds like put it on a poster board, I can't please everybody. But for those of us that are ingrained in being good girls or being kind or being loving or being self-sacrificing or being a good Christian or a missionary or a leader, it's been ingrained in us that we are responsible for other people's feelings and behaviors toward us. And this is not true. It's not true. And we're going to unpack that. You see, being nice out of fear wasn't working for me. And I didn't know that when I was young. You know, when I'm young, I've got energy and time and I can spend 80 hours at church and I can run here and run there and give this and give that. 
But the more my life grew and I had the responsibilities of human souls and I had the responsibility of a marriage covenant that I had, I had committed to before God and man for life, then the other responsibilities of other people began to be in conflict. And I realized that me trying to make everybody happy was leaving me sick. I had ulcers, I had migraines, I was not well. And I had this cycle of sickness because I would go, 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 work, 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 make everybody happy, or at least I thought, and then I would burn out, hide out, rest, restore myself and get back on that conveyor belt of pleasing other people. And what I wanna do, you guys, 2021, I want us to begin to interrupt this pattern of saying, I've gotta make sure people are happy with me. I gotta do the right thing. I'm a good girl or a good guy and I'm gonna do it. I want us to stop living powerless or like children. I want us to grow up like spiritual adults and do the things we're called to do whether anybody likes it or not. That's what powerful people, that's how they live. That's how they do their life. They do not bow down to other people's feelings or behaviors. They bow down to the voice of God, the will of God, and their own personal responsibility to show up as a powerful person. So I want us to read Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. It says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals, that provide no peace. And I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. Verse 30, for my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Read that one more time. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I love the first part of this. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. So many of us are burdened because we have core beliefs. We have values that God did not ask us to have. And we created these kind of hierarchies in our own world where God is saying, that is not an easy yoke. That is not a light burden. You are, you are caring more than I asked you to care. I'll never forget this quote being said to me and it changed my life. They said this, God doesn't have to abuse you to use you. You guys, that was groundbreaking for me. You see, I didn't know that I did feel at times like I was doing all the right things for a dad that could never be happy, for a God who was always kind of frustrated, for a God that always wanted more from me. And I'm just wondering if maybe it's the reason we have so many people leaving communities of faith because they're looking at it and they're thinking, I don't want to do everything that is required of me. I don't know how to live a peaceful and happy life because the yoke and the burden of what I've been taught tends to wear me down and take my joy from me. So I want us to look one last at one last thing. Matthew chapter 11, there's the message version. So we just read out of the amplified version, which is a little bit more Greek and Hebrew, but the message version is more of a paraphrase of the, of the Bible. And it says this, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. And then it says this, 
walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Here are the three W's today that we wanna do with him. We wanna walk with him, we wanna work with him, and we wanna watch him. And there's more in your book to go towards that in responding. Lastly is this. This is a 15-day journey. Now, I get it. I love signing up for things. I'm an incredible starter. I'm not so good at finishing. But you guys, I cannot promise life-changing uh, work in your heart and in your life and in your mind without doing the work. And so the next 15 days are critical to learning how to do boundaries. Please don't do one day and say it didn't work. You gotta give yourself 15 days. And so for those of you that have the book, and we'll make sure and post this for all of you, there is a My Spiritual Life contract. Now, no one's gonna know you signed this. In fact, no one's gonna knock on your door and say you signed up for this at all but this is what's important. I want you to make a commitment to yourself, to follow through, to give yourself 15 days to figuring out how to live the abundant life, how to find your power, protect what matters, and stop feeling bad about it. Anyone's mind blown yet with the divine download you're getting from this? Remember, all of our studies and courses are available on our website at truthtotable.com, and the book I Do Boundaries, which goes more in depth for you, is also available at truthtotable.com or on Amazon. Also, can you do Havila the biggest favor? Can you leave a review on Amazon? It helps other people find freedom through I Do Boundaries, the more reviews we have. Our community is the best and we love you guys so much. So until next week, stay clear on what is yours and where you end and where others begin. And if you have any questions about I Do Boundaries, you can always ask them on our socials or find the answers in some of our social posts. Have a great week. Oh,